Hey, and just a quick reminder that the audio-only versions of these Vital MX interviews are available on the Vital MX podcast page. Search for it anywhere you get your pods and let your friends know about it. All right, it's Dark Side with Vital MX, and I'm back with Alex Ray for a check-in. Hey, Ray, what's up, dude? Uh, not much. I actually just got home, uh, did a little bit of riding with uh, Chris Kiefer this morning. Oh, nice. So, yeah, that was fun. Yeah, how'd that go? You got back on the bike yesterday, uh, rode again today, apparently. How are you feeling? Uh, yesterday went a little bit better than today did. Um, <laughs> okay. You know, yesterday it was, it was all right. Today it was a bit sore, and then, you know, just like the stuff that we rode on, um, it was just quite a bit jarring. Um, so, I mean, I did the best I could. I cruised around, but some riding's a little bit better than none. Um, you know, I haven't been on the bike for like six weeks, so everything was everything's still super foreign to me so had some tip overs but that's okay i had a few of those when i rode in the high des with chris too that's a lot different type of riding yeah yeah um so yeah you you had a pretty gnarly crash in tampa when you shorted a triple nose picked it and broke your thumb right and ended up having surgery some pins or some screws uh yeah so yeah i had a crash in tampa uh yeah took a trip to indonesia and then luckily (laughs) you know looking back at that you know, the video of it, I was lucky that my thumb is the only thing that I broke, you know? So, uh, ended up getting that thing fixed, uh, pretty quick. And then, um, it was actually healed up or somewhat healed up, um, like two and a half weeks later. So, uh, you know, I, uh, got back on the bike, rode a couple of days and then flew to Indy, uh, raced Indy and then Detroit, Detroit, I cased the jump, ended up uh, breaking my ring finger. Didn't even crash, just my finger hit the clutch lever whenever I landed. Um, you know, casing the jump, and it, dude, it literally shattered my ring finger. Oh. So, uh, yeah, after Detroit, went home, had three pins in it. Um, and then, uh, yeah, and it's, uh, there was a lot of gaps, right, in the, in the bone just because I'd broken it in so many spots and just everything. So, it took a lot longer than I thought um, to get better. I thought I was going to make, you know, a, a lot more races than what I did. But, uh, you know, it was just unfortunate. But I got the pins removed last week. Um, shoot, right before Nashville, actually. So Thursday I got my pins removed, and then I seen you guys Friday and yeah. Saturday. Oh, okay. Yeah, so that was the day before. So, yeah, 2023, yep. not a good year for you, man. Um, and you had wrist surgery last year, right, in 22. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. So this is a year, man, this is like a character building year. I, I know like just talking to you up in the press box, you know, you're bummed, you're looking at your future, trying to figure out what's next, but like, what have you learned this year personally that will help your character? Um, honestly, like even, even last year, like the last two years, right. They've been rough last year. You know, I ended up, um, you know, I had, I had both my wrists done at the end of 2021, mm-hmm. um, both of them fixed. Cause they were, they're pretty much like, I mean, they're still like mashed potatoes. Right. <laughs> um, but, uh, I ended up getting it fixed. Everything was fine. And then, uh, ended up, uh, crashing, I think at Oakland and re-breaking it. Um, I didn't know it I had to get like a CT scan to figure it out, but we, we figured out what, what the issue was after the season ended up having to get my wrist refused last year. And then, um, and then, yeah, everything with my wrist have been amazing this year. Like they've been bulletproof, which is great. Both of them. So, uh, that's all been good. But like the main thing I could take, take away from it is just like, there's more to life outside of racing. Right. I mean, 
Um, you know, if last year hadn't gone the way it did, you know, I mean, last year sucked. I mean, with, with, you know, my risk getting the way it was and then, you know, being on the team and, and, you know, Jason not paying me and, uh, like the whole SGB thing, like just falling apart and all that bullshit that happened there. Um, you know, just everything. Like if I hadn't gone through all that, like I, you know, I spent a lot of time, uh, in Kentucky. I, I spent a long time with like, uh, my fiance and I feel like, you know, we, if, if things were reversed, maybe we wouldn't be getting married here in a few months. You know what I mean? Maybe mm. I would have had a different path who knows, but, um, you know, I, I, I found that there's just a lot more outside of racing and, and there's more to life than just showing up on a Saturday and, and trying to make a main event, you know? Yeah, that's good. That's some maturity. I like hearing that. Hey, Ray, um, you know, I've known you for a number of years now and yeah, you meeting Sam and I, I've seen some change in you and I think it's, I think it's a positive for your life and your future. I think it's really good. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we were talking in the press box. Of course, you were there for Swap Moto Live. You've been doing a little bit of media this year. You've been doing a podcast mm-hmm. for a long time, about three or four years now. Um, but getting more involved in that, do you see that being something that you'd like to continue doing, or do you think your path may go somewhere else? Um, honestly, I don't know. I don't know yet. Um, you know, right now I have a, a, uh, a job offer um, after I'm done racing, um, so we'll see how that goes, but if not, um, you know, it, it turns out it, maybe, maybe I suck at that, you know, and, um, that doesn't really go as planned. Then I would love to love to do media. And I, and I think, and I think too, that like I, I could possibly do both at the same time. Um, you know, I mean, it would probably be a lot to juggle at first. I probably would just, you know, pick one, uh, I would probably pick the other job first once I get my feet wet into it and mm-hmm. really get, you know, settled in. I think that maybe I could do some some media with, with the swap guys, you know, I mean, they, they've really given me a platform and a voice. And I think that it, it would be real beneficial for me to keep doing that. I do too. You're, you're a character a little bit. I mean, you have a great personality, you know, you're outgoing, you're friendly with everybody. You're, you're easy to make fun of. And so it's like, it's fun. You're a fun guy. So I think the way you interact with the writers is different than some other media guys, including myself and even some of the other writers, you know, like Ricky Carmichael doing media is very different than Alex Ray doing media. I think you're more entertaining and more personable. You know, and I and I think too, like um, a lot, I don't know if Vital has it. I mean, Michael Michael used to race a fair bit, so mm-hmm. he sort of knows a little bit about it. But I feel like you know, if you look at Racer X, Pulpamax, um, Swap Moto Live, like I, I feel like I bring that racer aspect to it, right? Like I mean, you know, if you talk to Don or Chase or Anton. Yeah, they may be there, but they've never been on the track and they've never really experienced anything, you know, like uh, like race wise um, on a supercross or on an outdoor. Um, the the aspect that I could bring to them is more of like, hey, like I rode the track Saturday night. I know how it formed. Like this rut was super gnarly. Like I could definitely see how they crashed there, or um, you know, the track was doing this. Uh, just something you know along the lines of like being on the floor and racing with the guys so that that's one thing that i feel like the past few years i've been able to bring to don's podcast and and just other stuff and 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 to like having a relationship with these guys like i have a different relationship with a lot of the riders versus you know like like anton like they see anton as like a media guy but they see me sort of as a friend right Mm -hmm. so it's sort of um translates over like pretty nicely yeah, I think so. I like it. Um, yeah, again, talking to you in the press box, there is a little bit of apprehension or 
uh, d- disappointment, I think, for you, knowing that your career is coming to an end, you know, not immediately, but it, you know it, it's coming to an end at some point soon. That's hard to um, accept, I would assume, at your you know level, getting a race professionally. Have you come to terms with that? Is it something that you've talked to other people about? How are you dealing with that? Yeah, no, I've definitely come to terms with and I dude, and it sucks too because like I mean I already have like people who are wanting to help me for next year, like say mm. like team wise. And you know, they're like, Hey, like are you racing next year? Like we'd love to have you, you know, a part of the team. I'm like, oh shit, like here we go again. <laughs> but um no, I, I like I'm I'm content with it. Like honestly, like growing up being a little kid, um I my my goal was to to like maybe try to race professionally I, like i remember being like on an 85 i'm like man if i could get just like not a factory ride but like maybe just like on a on a good team to where like you know i'm i'm making good money or something and i'm racing the pro races right that would that was a dream of mine um and and dude to be honest like i never thought i mean my dad always told me he's like dude you know like we i just thought you were going to be a weekend warrior we we're going <laughs> to hang out and do all this i didn't know we were going to turn pro and do this whole supercross thing so um for me, it was a bit of uh, it's been a bit of, of a surprise how my career's gone. I mean, how many people do you know in Texas? I mean, other than um, shoot, I forgot what's his name. Uh, the the fast Texas dude that was always at Underground all the time. But like, how many people like Kyle um, Regal, maybe know, who've yeah. who've came up, you know, with no real amateur career that have gotten a factory ride fill in or or have ridden for like some pretty good teams. Yeah. I mean, there's not that many people that can say that. So like, I feel like my career, um, no, it wasn't like the best, but I feel like I can, I can pat myself on the back, you know, and, and really, and really, you know, I guess move forward with it. Yeah. That was actually going to be my final question. When you look back on your career, do you see the positives and how do you look at it? I mean, yeah, you had factory Yamaha. I mean, right dude, in 2018. I got a factory feeling. I got yeah. a fucking top 20 in points. You know, I've been <laughs> able like, I've made a pretty good living. Oh, I mean the last two years, granted have been my worst years, like financially, but I mean, dude, there was, there was five, six years where I was making pretty good money racing a dirt bike. So, um, yeah, I, I, I have the only regret I feel like that I have is, um, maybe not figuring out the training aspect um, or, or like having the knowledge of the training side sooner. Right. Which mm-hmm. is good with the troll training. Now, a lot of these kids, they, they can have access to it a lot easier than what we did, but I was just fucking pissing in the wind, just fucking <laughs> sh- taking a shot in the dark. Right. Yeah. Um, and until I met um, and became good friends with Davey and he took me under his wing, him and Pablo, like, I mean, that really changed my career around, but Dude, I mean, I, yeah, looking back, I, I had a hell of a fucking time. Good, man. That's that's what I want to hear. I like that. I, I like that your head's in the right space. And again, I think meeting Sam, I think that's done a lot for you. And it's, you still got yeah. a great future, man. You're going to be in this industry a long time. And I, I enjoy seeing you around. And yeah, I just want to check in with you and see how you were. Yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's, uh, you know, like I said, it's been a tough year. Um, but mm-hmm. I mean, we still got the outdoors, uh, you know, so, so, uh, yeah, I mean, I may be a little fucking rusty <laughs> at the beginning of the season, I think, but maybe towards the end, maybe we can, maybe we can do some good. So, um, you know, I got a good, I got some, some good sponsors this year. I got a good bike. So yeah, I'm happy with it. I should have mentioned that. Yeah. You talked about, do, you're going to do some outdoors and you sort of contemplated coming and doing the last two rounds of Supercross, I'm sure you're not going to do that. But outdoors, uh, I'm going to race Salt Lake. Oh, you are? 
Yeah, I'm. I, I'm. A, I'm gonna fucking show up and fucking race that bullshit. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. Dude, just the goal. Well, dude, I, honestly, like after yesterday, I I was probably like. 70 30 on booking a flight to to denver oh, wow. i got talked out of it but i almost <laughs> booked a flight to denver okay yeah just do the laps be safe get ready for outdoors but that's awesome man i'm glad you're going to be back for the last one should be fun yeah no it's, i think uh, i think uh you know just ended on a high note just go out so i can cruise around a little bit i mean i ain't gonna set the world on fire but i mean yeah. shit you know go out and race under the lights you know one more time i guess you know love okay. it love it hey ray thank you man All right, brother. All right.